Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poetry Superhighway Live. This is Rick Luper of the Poetry Superhighway. That's how you can address items to me, by the way. Rick at Poetry Superhighway. Just stick that in the mail. It'll get here. I promise. Happy Sunday. Happy November. Who can believe it's November? Who can believe it's 2014? Who can, who can believe anything? I don't know. As mentioned, this is Rick Lupert of the Poetry Superhighway. Happy to have everyone tuned in for our monthly open reading. If you'd like to call in and share a poem, and I hope that you would like to do that, the number is 646-716-7362. Call in. We have no content or style restrictions. I almost paused too long there after saying the word content because then it would have just been, we have no content, which is not an impressive thing to say. Anywho, call in. Uh, last month we didn't have an open reading because we had our announcement, our, our broadcast last month was the announcement of the Poetry Superhighway uh, Summer Contest winners. We're very excited to uh, have the folks who won the contest won this year. Two of them won contests, won our contest previously, which is pretty cool considering it's a completely different set of judges who were scoring the poems and who allowed their poems to rise to the top. Kudos to uh, the folks who won our contest this year. Uh, you can check out all the details, who won, read their poems, etc., by going to poetrysuperhighway.com slash PSH. Click on uh, the contest link. And uh, you can see it all there. You can read their poems. You can see the many, many people who uh, donated prizes, which helped us ensure that every single person who entered the contest would get something just for entering, um, which is cool. About that, I don't know uh, if we have any sponsors listening, but the deadline to send out your prizes was this past Monday. That also was the deadline to notify me that you sent out your prizes. Uh, which means that if I haven't heard from you, uh, pretty soon you're going to get an annoying follow-up email that says something like, Hey, remember when you promised that you were going to send out these prizes to people by this particular date after having been notified? Well, I never got that notification. Did you send them out? So let me know if you're one of the poetry contest sponsors and you, you haven't notified me that you sent your prizes out. Uh, please do that right away because you're late. And no one likes to get annoying follow-up emails. Am I right, people? I'm right. All right. Moving on. Some other things I want to tell you. By the way, the number to call in is area code 
888-627-7362. You should call in and read your poetry. That's what this is. This is an open reading, which we're going to get to shortly after I tell you all the other things that I have to tell you. So I've already told you that first thing. Here's the next thing. Right now, the Poetry Superhighway is in the middle of collecting books for our annual great ebook free-for-all. This is a project where we ask you to create an ebook of your poetry. Maybe you already have one. It has to be in PDF format. You'll submit it to us using our online form. And we're collecting all of these books throughout the month of November. And then on December 1st, for a 24-hour period, guess what? Oh, I'll tell you. All of the ebooks that were submitted will be freely available to download by anyone in the world who has the internet, which is an increasingly large number of people for 24 hours. Anyone in the world. Last year we had 70 or so ebooks donated, and uh, so that 24-hour period, anyone will be able to, to download them. And then just for fun, at the end of that 24-hour period, I'll go through and uh, check out how many times each one was downloaded, and I will post the numbers next to each title. So that way we'll know how many times – you'll know how many times your ebook was downloaded, which is just kind of cool. And maybe your ebook will be downloaded more times than anyone else's ebook, and then you'll be able to say, hey, you know what? My poetry ebook was downloaded more times than anyone else's poetry ebook on the Poetry Superhighways. Great ebook, free for all. Um, so this isn't a big deal. You know, this kind of grew out of our Great Poetry Exchange project, which we do um, uh, in another part of the year, where we ask people to pledge to send a physical copy of their book to someone else in the world. You know, um, no cost to enter that project either. The idea that poetry books are flying all over the world at the end of the submission period. So you send a book, you get a book. It's cool. So people during that project said, would say, hey, I don't have a physical book, can I, but can I donate my ebook? And the answer was no. No, you can't. This is about sending a physical book to someone else and getting a physical book. You know, I mean, how would you feel if you sent your book off to Tasmania? And then you received a you know a PDF from someone in another part of the world. I guess it's cool. You get some poetry and stuff, but it's really cool to get something physical in the mail. So uh, as as sort of a response to the answer being no to that question, we created the ebook free for all, which is even easier to participate. You don't you don't have to uh, participate in. You don't have to um, mail anything anywhere. You just have to create a PDF of your book. It doesn't have to be a fancy ebook, um, etc. Um, all you have to do is. Um, it could literally just be a Word document that you export to a PDF. It would be cool if you uh, if you you know put some design into it and and made it made it as cool to look at as it was to read. But you know you don't have to if that's too much. If you can't figure that out, no problem. Um, we just want as many people as possible to participate because that helps us further our mission, which is to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. That's what the Poetry Superhighway. Mission is, and this is just another way that we do it. So join in the great ebook free for all. Uh, the deadline to submit your ebook is uh, end of the month, 
Actually, it's probably the day before the end of the month because I need time to get it all together and uh, get the get the page up. So that way, on December 1st at midnight Pacific time for 24 hours, anyone in the world will be able to download your poetry ebooks. How cool is that? It's cool. It's very cool. Um, I think that's everything I need to tell you. Oh, well, I have a new book out. I'm going to tell you about that a little bit later, though, because I've already babbled on too much. Uh, so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for open reading, our monthly Poetry Superhighway live open reading. Uh, the number for you to call in is area code 646-716-7362, or you could uh, click to talk if you've got a microphone and a good internet connection uh, using the button on the Blog Talk radio page. Here we go. Our first caller... Um, Gosh, it's a it's a blocked number. Who am I talking to? Hello. Hello, Rick. Oh, this sounds like Michael from Birmingham. That's Michael from Birmingham, and what a wonderful poetic coincidence that the reading is today, because today is my birthday. Well, my God, happy birthday, Michael! That's awesome. Thank you. May Rick. I ask? Go ahead. I was going to say, may I ask how old you are, or is that not polite? Oh, uh, I don't have an issue with that, but I'm not going to answer it at this time, and I'm not contradicting myself. <laughs> I think you'll I think you'll come. Uh, something occurred to me. Um, I wrote something. I never know what I'm going to write. I think that's what makes it real, because it's not premeditated. Um, it's called Life, you know, Life is a Mystery That's Continuously, Continually, Continuously, um, Revealing itself to us, and revelation is truth, and I think that's where inspiration springs from, and that's what makes art and creativity real. This is called Love, Child. Because my it's 18 lines, it's one poem in three sections, 18 short lines, and instead of enumerating, I didn't write that mechanical device. Uh, so it's kind of a little bit of white space and uh, clear air in between the uh, sections, three short sections. Love, child. Because my mother and father married for love, God created me from their heart. And that is not a story. That is our reality. Born in cool. 57. Born in 57 of the 20th century and 57 today in the 21st I wonder have I arrived full circle never closure save tomorrow for tomorrow never closure fulfillment it is done how does one behave act one's age when one's Ageless. You got the answer to your question in the course of the poem. Fantastic! You 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 fooled me with those long pauses there. I thought, oh, is the poem done? Should I start, you know, reacting now? Well, and then I there's said there were, I, I said there were like white space pauses, you know, uh, clear air in between the spaces. I didn't. I had first I had enumerated that that's so mechanical, and I think this whole poem and the perception. The vision of the whole poem is organic creativity. 
Sure. Um, and uh, and but then again, you you did end that one stanza with the line "It is done," which also was was a little oh, tricky. I, see. I didn't think know? about you have. A, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. What you mean now? Yeah, I never thought about that. It's an illusion, of course. Say tomorrow for tomorrow, and it is done. It's an illusion to the Messiah. But I do find it interesting that um, I was born in '57, and this is my 57th birthday. So there's kind of a book ending of that, so to speak, to use a literary metaphor, book metaphor, library metaphor. And I was came up in libraries and museums. And um, it also occurred to me that my mother was born in 29, and although she wasn't 29 when I was born, she was, if my math is correct, she was about 28 and a half. So that's kind of another, I don't want to use the word coincidence, but maybe it's a coincidence, it's more of a insight the reality of our life. Well, Rick, you probably have other callers. Like I said, it's wonderful poetic coincidence that today's reading was on November 9th, uh, my birthday. And I'll probably, hopefully, speak with you and have something to read next month. Oh, I hope so. Do you have any um, special plans for your birthday besides, of course, the, the highlight of the day, which would be having called in to today's show? Well, actually, um, um, this expanded itself earlier today, it was just the first stanza about my mother and father marrying for love, and then it expanded itself, and then I looked forward to reading today. Uh, no, I'm not one for a lot of, I guess because of my age, um, I thought about going to see a, a college production of Macbeth, but I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> that might run kind of counter to, you know, the poem that the division, um, but I but I would want to comment, you know, I think um, I don't have any documentation on it, but I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if Edgar Allan Poe like that play, um, not only for the content, but for the compositional. You know, it's a, the play takes place totally nocturnal. It takes place all within the castle, so it's an enclosed environment. You'll find that in a lot of Poe's work. Um, anyway, I'm rattling on uh, on the peripheral you probably have other callers, and I'll speak to you next month. And thank you for um, for this opportunity to celebrate my birthday with poetry. Um, well, thank you for calling in, and happy birthday, Michael. I'm I'm so glad that uh, you're a regular participant in Poetry Superhighway Live, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, regardless of your age. All right, that was uh, uh, Michael from Birmingham. Alabama, a repeat offender here on uh, Poetry Superhighway Live. The number for you to call in, call in, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 646-716-7362. Always recommend that you call in earlier. Better to get in the queue now. Um, We tend to get really rushed at the end of the show. And uh, if you you call in at the end of the show, it's quite possible we won't get you on. And the whole purpose is for us to hear – your poetry. All right. So the number again is six four six seven one six seven three six two. Looks like I've got another blocked number. Hello. Who who just called in? Up. Oh, they're gone. Okay. Fantastic. Um, live radio, ladies and gentlemen. It's the best. 
All right. Well, again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. I'd love to hear your poem. Maybe it's something that you just wrote. Maybe it's an old poem that you haven't had the chance to uh, to break out in a while, um, or it's something that uh, that you know that our audience hasn't heard before because you haven't read it on our show before. Um, potential worldwide audience here on Poetry Superhighway Live. This is a great opportunity as well for you to – uh, let us know what's going on in your poetry world. Frequently, I'll ask people who call in to tell us about their latest project. Uh, what's the latest book you have out? What is the um, what's a reading that you have coming up, etc. Um, please call in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is I just we just want to expose as many people to as many other people's poetry as possible. Um, that's what Poetry Superhighway Live is all about, and. Uh, and um, and uh, so we want to know what's going on in your poetry world as well as hearing your poetry, 646-716-7362. All right, well, um, I mentioned earlier that I have a new book out, and it's true. Uh, my latest book, which was just released on Rothko Press, is called The Gettysburg Undress. This is kind of the first official announcement of it, as a matter of fact. I've kind of alluded to the fact online that there's a new book out, uh, but um, but it's uh, but it's now officially out, available. Um, you can have one if you want one. Um, uh, you can check out some sample poems on my website. Uh, there's a link there where you can pick it up on Amazon. I'm very excited to be on Rothko Press. Um, they are um, a new press, but the real deal, uh, they, um, they're the folks who published here in Southern California the seminal, uh, which is a word that makes me giggle for some reason, uh, poetry magazine here in Los Angeles in the 90s, Caffeine magazine, which uh, was really a big part of the coffeehouse culture during the uh, the mid-90s, I'd say. They were um, they were a magazine that Charles Bukowski was, was submitted to. They were probably the last, last uh, magazine to publish him, or among the last magazines to publish him. And I was very lucky uh, to find myself on, on the same pages as him and many other fine poets from all over the world, and in particular from really what was a thriving culture of, of poetry in Southern California um, at that time. And um, the folks who produced the magazine went on to uh, uh, enter the world of, uh, of television production, um, and they have uh, come back to poetry, and they've started a press um, with some really big ideas. Um, they've, um, it's not just a poetry press. They've already got a number of titles out, novels and humor books and things like that with, with um, an interesting philosophy on how to, how to promote them um, with the, uh, the idea of uh, doing some really interesting things with their authors. I'm the first poetry book. I'm, um, they're calling their poetry series the Caffeine Poetry Series, and I'm number one in that series. I couldn't be more thrilled uh, to have uh, to have the folks at Rothko Press believing in me and what I'm doing um, in poetry. Um, this book, The Gettysburg Undress, is the latest in my uh, poetic travelogue series. Um, it is a, uh, a book that I wrote, um, as I did with, with most of my recent books. Um, it is a book written on location. Um, it is a book written uh, not this past summer, but the summer before 2013, while my wife and I were on a trip to uh, Gettys. Uh, to well, we we would start our trips in Allentown, Pennsylvania, where um, where my wife's parents live, 
and uh, we drop off our son there, and uh, we we head off uh, for 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 eight nights or so to wherever we can drive uh, uh, from Allentown. So this particular book kind of documents our trip, starting in Allentown. We headed through Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. We uh, went through. Um, uh, we, we were at four nights in Washington, D.C. We headed from there uh, to Richmond, Virginia. Uh, on the way back from Richmond, Virginia, we stopped for a day in uh, in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia. Actually, out, out of D.C., we were in Mount Vernon for the day as well. And then we, uh, we ended our trip in Baltimore, Maryland. And so the entire book of poetry, 210 pages, is all poems written on that trip about the experience of being on that trip. Um, and um man i'm really proud of it it's uh, it's um it's uh, it's a lot of humor it's um it's uh, the the press is kind of describing it as part romantic comedy um there's some longer pieces in it there's a whole section where where our family visited the crayola factory yes the crayola factory where they make crayola crayons home of the largest crayon in the world and all kinds of interesting things um where i'm experiencing these uh these uh, places um, all over the country from my own particular sensibility. Um, so check it out. Um, head to my website, PoetrySuperHighway.com. You can read a few poems from it there, and on top of which um, you can uh, see about getting getting yourself a copy. Um, money back guarantee, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how I can afford to do that but what the hell I guess if you buy one and you don't like it you can complain to me and we can try to work something out but it would really mean a lot to me if you if you picked it up um, not just really to support me but because I'm so excited about this new press and I kind of want to support them I want I want them to know that poetry is a viable uh, a genre of book to be publishing you know um, so if you picked up one of these books uh, uh, they would know hey people are buying poetry books and we're doing the right thing by publishing them so um, so check it out um, I hope you do um, I uh, um, uh, maybe I'll read a poem from from one of those books in a little bit um, but I before I do um, I wanted to uh, share this new spoken word piece that I had just put together it's the month of November of course and um, in November, well, Thanksgiving happens here in the United States of America. And I was asked by uh, my friend Craig Taubman – actually, he put out a call for submissions. He, he does these uh, digital uh, CD releases, um, CD no longer being the right word because they're digital, um, available online. Um, and uh, for people to submit songs – that um, had kind of a, a theme of thanks running through them that he plans on releasing uh, via all of the places where digital music is released. Um, um, and he did this for uh, the Jewish High Holy Days, actually, in August, and it was a really successful release that I got lucky enough to get a poem uh, uh, published on. I thought, well, heck, if people are submitting songs, I'm going to submit a spoken word track and just to see if uh, I can uh, wangle my way in here. So um, I wrote a poem... Um, um, of thanks, of gratitude um, in the spirit of uh, the month of Thanksgiving. Uh, mixed it a little bit with the drum track, and um, lo and behold, uh, uh, Craig uh, Taupman accepted it to be on the upcoming release of, uh, of, um, of, of songs of thanks. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, here is my spoken word piece. Thank you. In these days, 
this season revolving around the big meal. The one where family members gather round the table for so much food our belt buckles literally quit their jobs. The one where we remember to open our checkbooks for the ones who can't even afford belt buckles. I want to say thank you. Thank you, morning cup of coffee, for making me feel alive. Thank you, breakfast pastry, for obvious reasons. Thank you to the people who make the breakfast pastries at morning times I didn't even know existed. Thank you to the heat when it's cold. Thank you to the cool air when it's Los Angeles. Thank you, Tofu, for molding into any shape I want so I can pretend I'm having a Thanksgiving just like everybody else. Thank you, Cat, all three of you. Cat, 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 and the one in the ground in the backyard whose purr I can still feel on my stomach every morning. Thank you for your unconditional companionship especially during those long stretches of time when I feared I'd never find a human to love me the way you do. Thank you to the humans who love me. Thank you to my son for being so cute it makes me forget about all the crap he does. Thank you to my wife who made the word cute explode. When the word cute saw my wife it was no longer confident it could live up to its own standards. I thank you for that every time I open my eyes. Thank you, Jewish, for giving me something to do on Sunday mornings and Friday nights when I'm feeling righteous. Thank you, Jewish, for giving me a reason to tune my guitar, for giving me a space to stand before the children of the San Fernando Valley and tell them the words the people who came before us said. Thank you for giving me the space to share the music with them, the notes and rhythms organized by the people I love, the ones with the oldest souls and the coolest hair. Thank you for the gift of them. Thank you, hair, for not fully leaving my head yet. We've still got some stuff to do together. Thank you, body. Thank you, air. Thank you with a capital Y. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you, furniture, especially chairs. Sometimes I just need something to sit on. Thank you, love. Thank you, tears. I can't have one without the other, and I know I need both. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sky and crammed promenade, sun sinking into cold darkness, oil black fur, curious mouth, its halitous breath stinging the eyes, tiredness in bones and head, the raw, filthy tiredness of chemical entropy, and the dreams and visions are too far away, over the hills far away. This, this, and that. Cauterized hopes, 
cramped viscera, uraic secretion, eccentric megababble, a toppled tower, a burnt library, a pile of words, this high, this, this, this and that, sun sinking beyond dear green place, saturated silhouette, irreverent reverie, penumbraic memorababble, a severing of tongues, dissection of brains, a hundred tribes trampling down the green grass, shards, slivers, the shattering of the glorified glass cow, the almighty lord well displayed, the residents diseased, a thousand plagues upon their heads, a thousand curses on the turncoat renegade. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Acid dripping through Pilton Paradise. Skyscrapers scraping the sky. Track marks down gangrenous veins. Empty Eldorado. Thunderbirds are go. The tough get going. Junked out in the briny fourth. Vultures circling high above, cutting arcs of stark black rainbow. Unclean rain silting up the river, the river running past Eve and Adam. A river of melted black tar macadam. Shock sore eyes, dirty dishes piled high, this high. In my sink of damaged dreams, twenty Dead salmon, soaked in rich, deep crimson blood, thrashing angrily in stainless steel captivity, staring with accusing eyes. This fish never swam. This tree never grew. This bell never rang. This poor wee cheeky bird never flew. The waters wash over. Sailing detergent, I emerge less than clean. Sun sinks down, red and blistered, west of destiny, beyond the Queen's ferry, vagina wrecks, God save her, and on, on, into the sallow, slipping, listless, lapping, unfrothed waters, spume spewing from unfine oil refineries. I dip my spent wick. This, that, this and that. This clock goes tick-tock. The sun unwinds, turns back, turns black, and another angel falls. All right, a couple of spoken word tracks for you. The first one was uh, my new track, Thank You, which I just wrote in the spirit of Thanksgiving, uh, recently accepted by Craig Taubman for uh, a new digital release called Thanksgiving, Stick a Fork in It, which will be uh, available on Amazon and uh, CD Baby and other uh, places where digital releases uh, happen. So look forward to that soon. Very excited to have uh, that um, up, or, or having very excited to have had that accepted. Um, that was followed by the spoken word track 
uh, from D. Sunshine from the wondrous Berg of Eden. D. Uh, submitted that to us a while back. If you've got a spoken word track, maybe you can't call in for some reason, uh, and uh, but you've got some spoken word tracks, something you put together for a recording, something that's not just a straight reading, um, which of course you can just call in and do, but something mixed a little bit with music or a beat or a drum track or just anything beyond just a straight reading. Send me the MP3. Send it to... Um, me at rick at poetrysuperhighway.com and uh, we'll consider playing it here on the show mixed in with our live callers poetry as well. Uh, the number for you to call in is area code 646-716-7362. Uh, uh, give a call. Um, would love to uh, hear your hear your poem and have you have the chance to talk about uh, what's going on in your poetry world, etc. Um, I promised you earlier... I would read some poems from my new book, The Gettysburg Undress. So I'm going to do that now. Uh, new out from Rothko Press. Um, if you uh, if you happen to be online, which I suspect you might be, because you're listening to this show, which is only available online, uh, these are the poems. I'm going to actually read you the poems that appear on my uh, webpage uh, promoting this particular book, The Gettysburg Undress. If you go to my website, poetrysuperhighway.com. Click, uh, I think it's the second item down. It says Rothko Press releases my 16th book, The Gettysburg Undress. You click on that, and you can see a little bit ways down the page, Poetry from the Gettysburg Undress. So I'm going to share these poems with you so you get a sense of uh, what's in the book and <clears throat> etc. Um, this is called Early Morning Flight. It's actually the first poem in the book. I'd like to begin with a nap. My eyes have no business being open. Even the O'Clock family are still in their beds. On the plane, a boy is touching my arm. I know this boy. This next one is called, Oh, the Things That Exist. The Sky Mall catalog has an item called the Pants Saver. It is far too late for my pants. This next one is called On the Way to Easton. This is kind of a, you know, a lot of my poetry is kind of observational uh, as in, um, you know, I'll, I'll see like a particular thing um, that's sort of unusual to me because I'm traveling and it's, you know, just a normal thing in, in that town or that place. But to me, who's essentially a foreigner when I'm traveling, um, uh, it's it's a brand new thing. So I, I mentioned earlier we were driving to the Crayola factory and... Um, Sure enough, um, as I was sitting in the back seat of the car, going from place to place, or you know, uh, I, I kept seeing all these things that were fascinating to me, and I, you know, that I thought, oh my God, there's that thing. I have to write a poem about that. Oh, there's that thing. I have to write a poem about that. So I started just quickly making a note of what all these things were, and I ended up not writing poems about any of them, but um, the list itself became the poems. So here you go. This poem is called "On the Way to Easton." We pass by the Christian Training Center. We pass by the Rock Restaurant. We pass by Charter School for the Arts. 
We pass by bottom dollar food. We pass by the candy factory. We pass by Walter's foreign car service. We pass by a billboard that says something. We pass by the Dairy Queen. We pass by Vicks Bagels. We stop at a stoplight. We continue when it turns green. There is the family medical place. There is the old barn turned condo. There is the Keystone Pub, Freedom High School, the voice of John Lithgow, laughing like he knows exactly what is happening. There is something interesting to say about all of this. Next up, uh, just a few more from from the Gettysburg Undress. And again, the number for you to call in is 646-716-7362. Let's hear your poetry. This one is called – this is the title poem in the book. It's called The Gettysburg Undress. It is so hot in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. All we want to do is deliver the Gettysburg undress. At Gettysburg Haiku 1. We see thousands of unmarked graves. Tell me, what is civil about war? 2. And you could answer, what is civil about men owning other men. And finally, from the book, I don't know if uh, if you get this, if, you, if you're poets when you're hanging out with your non-poet friends, you know, uh, they'll introduce you to, uh, to to their friends when they meet you. Oh, this is this is my friend. He he she's really really great poet, you know. And then suddenly there's there's an expectation, you know, that uh, that that you have to suddenly prove that you're a really great poet. Or it's kind of like if you're a funny person, you know, people say, oh, this is my friend such and such. They're really funny, and then they look at you, you know, who you're being introduced to, and just expect you. To like, well, you better say something funny right now, or I'm gonna spit on the ground and stomp on effigies of your name. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but anyway, I was in uh, Baltimore, Maryland, where we finished up this trip that uh, that is documented in the poetry book, The Gettysburg Undress, and uh, having dinner with some friends, and my friend introduced me to uh, her husband. Uh, Steve, and uh, in that kind of context. And so here you go. Uh, This poem is called, At Dinner, Steve Demanded a Poem. Congratulations, Steve. You've made it. And that's the whole poem. I can tell you that Steve was very excited to be included in the book uh, with that. So there you go. Those are a few poems from... My new book, The Gettysburg Undress. Um, I'm very excited uh, about this book, and and it would mean a lot to me if you if you picked up a copy, uh, both to support uh, my journey as a poet as well as to support Rothko Press uh, um, in their decision to include poetry um, as uh, part of their series of new releases. Um, they've promised to release more of my books in the future. Including an actual anthology of my poetry. You know, I haven't actually re- released an anthology of poetry, uh, selected poetry in a long time outside of the uh, free ebooks I've put out. All of my books the last uh, several years have been uh, really poetic travelogues. Last year it was uh, Nothing in New England is New, All Poems Written in New England. Uh, the year before that was Death of a Mauve Bat, Poems Written in Canada, and it goes on and on and on. All these books I wrote on location. So this is the latest in that. I actually have the next one written. It's not out yet, but it's called Professor Clown on Parade. 
It's all poems written last this past summer while traveling through uh, uh, Burlington, Vermont, and uh, and uh, Portland, Maine, and Hartford, Connecticut. I'm so excited that that will come out at some point in the future as well. But uh, please check out the Gettysburg Undress online. You can get a copy on Amazon. If you've got Prime, you could have it in two days with no shipping. And I think Amazon is selling it for less than the cover price as well. So that's a good place to, to pick it up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the number for you to call in is area code 646-716-7362. We'd love to hear your poetry. Um, here's another uh, uh, call in now. Here's another spoken word track. Baby, you were so out of control, falling out of your dance dress under a narcotic evening moon. You thought you still had it together. You screamed terror. I thought your heart would tear open right there. So loudly you roared, I don't care. And at that moment, I saw the switch to your wits shut down its current. That's right, you didn't care. You didn't worry about the confusion of uppers or downers. You didn't lose sleep over thoughts of dehydration, impending starvation. So quickly, like a sponge out of water, your in-style body became dried flesh. Now you sprawl on cigarette butts and dry chewing gum. Stiletto heels awkwardly sidestep your skeletal frame. You've doubled your pleasure right onto the streets. Counting days backwards, your lights dim. Your eyes are two hollow storerooms, insulation as thick as the buildings around you. Electrical conductors inert, sparks incomplete, flashing recall. Champagne flutes, Pills by the handful, cocaine lines jump cutting to crack pipes, and the sad faces of former friends, caretakers held hostage too long by your rune. Ten Sunday mornings later, corner of Cahuenga and Vine, newspaper man hawking headlines, drooped across cement lines, your dancewear smudged and greasy, pantyhose shredded, caked in homeless grime, heels busted, corroding like the handle of your rusted vanity mirror, you clutch a styrofoam cup full of coins from Samaritans walking towards their redemption. Church bells thump in the distance.
sing to warm the dank, dark pulse of Amy. Something a wilted beat in her parade in a garden, where only the stubble of wheat grows and rainworms float, waterlogged in sheer stocking-like skin. Weddings of colour to throw top hats like daffodil coronas. Dispersing swollen black seeds to pollinate the journey through. She used to sing. Cool. That was uh, 
Ms. Betty by the poet Marula Blades. It uh, followed a poem from Jerry Garcia from a set of three poems he sent us a while back, um, spoken word tracks um, here on Poetry Superhighway Live, our monthly open reading. Phone lines are open if you want to call in. Um, I wonder if there's a, a technical issue. I keep getting callers who uh, who appear in the in the switchboard that uh, that keep disappearing. So um, I don't know. Keep trying. If you want to call in and read a poem, ladies and gentlemen, we got about 15 minutes left. I'd love to to hear your work. The number is six four six seven one six seven three six two. It's our monthly poetry superhighway live open reading. Picking up glass on the Piccadilly. Picking up One. Glass on the I am picking up glass on the Piccadilly. Not the circus, the road. There is glass on the sidewalk, right by them. I am picking it up. I'm no martyr. Didn't break it. I'm just picking it up. Imagine little Prince William hopping barefoot up the road, blocks away from the palace, cuts his royal feet, spills his royal blood. Plebeian like me, slip on the blood, break open the head, sue royal family for a piece of England. Turmoil, disaster, must pick up glass. Must two. I want a car. I want a smart car. I want a car that is smart. Six feet long, steering wheel on left where it knows I want it to be. Smart car. Six feet long. Fits only me. Want to carry someone else? Have to get another car. At these prices, can afford two. Smart car. It's smart. You're smart. Smack me. It's smart. Want to buy smart everything. Smart jam. Smart tea. Smart smart man. Do my taxes. Do my taxes. Smart man. You so smart. Look smart. Smart two in your smart car. I want smart car. I three. Enter green three. Green striped chairs everywhere. Green how nice. Comfy chairs for everyone. Sit in chair. Right part one. Man with machine comes. Says one pound for the sit. I'm sorry. One pound for the sit in the chair. I had no idea. I'll get up. I have no interest in paying to sit down. Get up. Everyone leaves. Except the chair. Walk to tree. Sit on root of tree. Tree on tree. Tree four. Go to palace. Four. Wait one hour. Wait two hours. Wait six days. Wait. Come back in your next life. Buy ticket. Must see throne. Royal Highness sit there. Buy ticket. Wait. Palace. Throne. Palace. Throne. I buried Paul. I buried Paul. I buried Paul. I buried him. You want to find Paul? Better get a shovel. Dig him up because I buried him. I buried Paul. Paul, where are you? You look all buried. I buried Paul. It was me. All right, well, that was my track, Picking Up Glass on the Piccadilly, which I released uh, a long time ago in conjunction with my book, Stolen Mummies, poems written in uh, London, that whole I Buried Paul thing at the end, uh, a silly afterthought, a reference to the whole uh, phenomenon of people looking for crazy messages in uh, Beatles songs when they're played backwards, etc., which I thought would be a cool thing to add on to uh, a track of uh, poetry from a collection of poetry written in England, in London in particular. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, there's a little less than 10 minutes left. If you want to call in, 
Uh, you're running out of time. The number is 646-716-7362. Um, I just uh, received a Facebook message from a poet in Sweden, um, Aid Sluski. Um, please forgive me if I'm mispronouncing your name, um, Aid. Um, there's so many ways that I could pronounce those your first name and last name. I'm sure I got it wrong, but um, hey, I tried. And I'm just glad that you contacted me. Um, so he's listening in Sweden and didn't want to call in because he uh, didn't want to wake his family by reading a poem out loud uh, uh, there. As you can imagine, it's a whole different time in that part of the world. So uh, with uh, with respect to that, um, uh, Aid, Ade, Adi, um, sent me a poem, uh, which I'm going to read for you. So here's a poem from a Swedish poet, um, Aid Sluski. It's called The Talking Pillow. Once, to a crash slumber on my bed, so late I learned that my pillow could actually communicate as I lay my head of lead at the head of the bed. My talking pillow said, let me be the foundation for the construction of your dreams. I shall bear the burden from and for your neck. Close your eyes. Banish the moonbeams. I'll free your worries with a rain check. Allow the cloak of a closed eye. Mind's projector dark. Enforce neuron pathways for inner quests on which you'll embark. Here is your chance for the mighty mind molecules to do their sleep dance. For every trial you face, every care, I am placed just in case, here to be there. So, come rest, you weary traveler, you hunter-gatherer of confusions. Bring your seclusions, rest, for you know it's best to accept the night of deep I said, will you shut up, pillow? I'm trying to get some sleep. Well, at times like this, I wish I had a little applause sound effect uh, I could add in. Not not to applaud myself, ladies and gentlemen, but to applaud the poem itself. That was Aid Sluski from Sweden. Actually, that was me reading his poem. Uh, he, As I mentioned earlier, it's late there and doesn't want to wake up the family. Uh, you know, could you just imagine you're innocently asleep and suddenly, you know, it's two in the morning. I don't know when it is, but it's late there, and uh, and you, you hear your husband shouting poetry in the other room, and that wakes up. That's just not, you know. He tried to prevent that by sending me the poem. So there you go. That's uh, that's uh, that's that poem, ladies and gentlemen. Um, gonna try one more time to and thank you aid for uh, sending that in i hope everything is uh is aces for you over there in sweden one more time i'm gonna try to get this uh caller from the uh blocked nope they're gone okay never mind i'm not going to try that man uh uh there you go okay i'm gonna try to stick in another um spoken word track now um uh here you go this night i'm strung up as two cats on heat up the walls and halfway across the ceiling reeling free in the fucked up morning screaming silently in the silent city dreams have gone to sleep 
million television sets sit coldly, lonely, in forgotten corners. And I sit cold, alone, in the blue, untalking light, wishing wishes and pissing into the hurricane. Out there, in the darkness, another window blazes out tungsten sorrow, high frequency tension, a fellow sufferer reviling against Morpheus's caress for three in the morning, dark madness. But this is not Chelsea Hotel. Joni Mitchell is not at her piano playing blue. All right, that was another track from D. Sunshine. As I recall, D. D sent me a few spoken word tracks a while back, um, and he listed his location as nowhere, basically, because he's sort of on this ongoing tour around the world, Europe in particular, um, and it seemed like he didn't have a permanent place to stay. He was just going around and getting getting to poetry readings and kind of living life as an artist. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, there's only a few minutes left, so we're just just plumb out of time. Um, thank you so much for uh, tuning in today to the November 2014 edition of Poetry Superhighway Live. Our next show will be um, uh, December 14th, 2014. Don't be confused, 1414, 12, 14, 14. Um, it's uh, another open reading. You'll be invited to call in and share your work. That's about five weeks from from uh, from now. And uh, no content or style restrictions. Want to quickly remind you before I let you all go, uh, the the uh, great poetry ebook free for all is happening now. Uh, we'd love for you to join in with your uh, your poetry ebook, a PDF of your 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 poetry. Um, go to our website poetrysuperhighway.com. Click on the uh, great poetry ebook free for all link and you will then have the opportunity to fill out a little form or read all the guidelines of course submit uh, attach your your pdf of your poetry ebook to that form and um and you'll be off and running i'll add you to the list of ebooks and anyone will be freely available to, to download your ebook as well as all the others that are submitted i think there's 17 in so far um, for a 24-hour period starting on December 21st at midnight, that's uh, the evening of uh, – I'm sorry, December 1st at midnight. That's the evening of November 30th, um, and uh, and uh, anyone will be able to download all of the ebooks. you if you submit them or anyone even if you didn't submit them for 24 hours. Um, pretty cool, and then at the end of that, we will uh, – after that uh, period of time is over – um, we'll take the ebooks down so you don't have to worry about it being up forever. It's just a limited time thing. We'll then post next to all of the ebook titles the list of how many times each was downloaded. So it's kind of just a cool, fun thing that you should participate in, and I hope that you do. Um, well, thanks again for listening, everyone. Thanks to Michael from Birmingham, Alabama, for calling in earlier. Thanks to Aid Slusky from Sweden for, uh, for uh, sending me your poem to read. 
Uh, and thanks to all the folks who submitted uh, the many spoken word tracks that we played live uh, on today's show as well. Um, ladies and gentlemen, have a great rest of your afternoon or evening or whatever time it is wherever you are. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.